Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. This is a Frank Podcast. Thumbs up, man. Bit of a thumbs up there. (laughs) Kia ora, everybody. You can say it a bit more excited than that. Yeah, yeah. Kia ora, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Wellington Paranormal, the podcast. My name is Mike Minogue. <laughs> that was atrocious. You didn't like that? No. Here we go. Kia ora, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Wellington Paranormal oh, podcast. Oh, that was a bit of a pause Yeah, no, there. we'll just say it again. Try again. Kia ora, everybody, and welcome to the Wellington Paranormal podcast. I am Karen O'Leary. And, and I'm Mike with Minogue. Me, with, I was, with me is... You see, it's new. You are doing it. doesn't it. work, does it? Um, yeah, how's it going? How was yeah. the weekend? You've just had one. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was amazing. I went to Waiheke Island yes. where we used to live. Yes, I used to live and, there. And um, had a lovely time with my good friend. What? This is just how I look at people. Oh, okay, yeah. thought you were going to ask me a question. No. Nah. Okay. Um, with my good friend, Dr. Joel Rundelab, who I met yep. on Treasure Island, and his lovely mum and dad, Marianne and, and George from Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. Minnesota. Is that where they say, um, oh, Yeah. Do they say, oh, yeah? Oh, they said it all the time. Did they? Every th- every second word. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. And they also, they've got that kind of Canadian aboot. Aboot. They've got the aboot. They've got the aboot. Are they up there as well, are they? Yeah, they're, uh, they're right near the border. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, not at the Fargo, moment. They're, they're on Waiheke yeah, at the moment. Yeah, they're on Waiheke Island at the They moment. talked to me about Fargo. They said, have you watched that? I said, no, I haven't. Well, yeah, but that's and that's nothing personal. Um, new season of that out, of course, which you haven't seen, along no, with no, everything else which you haven't seen. Jermaine, actually, Jermaine Clement auditioned for that the first season of, I'm pretty sure it was the first season of the TV show, which had um, little Hobbit fella there, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. Yeah, he's also oh, in the yeah. office. Um, and who actually looked after a little bit when he was out here for the Hobbit. Him and his lovely wife, they're divorced now. I don't know what happened. I couldn't tell you what happened. Could have possibly. <laughs> I don't know, so don't ask me about well, it. just have a guess. Uh, well, if I had to guess. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it also had Billy Bob Thornton in it. And... Uh, Jermaine auditioned for the role. He used to be married to Angelina Jolie, didn't he? He did. That's right. Yeah, I know that. And he's got an autobiography out. Very good. I'm a big fan of him. I think he is uh, quite an impressive human being. But anyway, um, Jermaine auditioned for that role. Mm. Um, Did not get it. Uh, Tells a very, very funny story about the audition and how the audition went. Um, and I'm going to leave him to tell you that story because we may have him on the show very shortly. I think we should. Sounds like, well, I we're think, trying. I mean, he's been, he keeps asking, yeah, so I feel like we should, you know, he's like, a little bit. when do you want me on, guys? It's like, yeah. well, just wait your patience. Yes. Your 
Um, but yeah, anyway, he didn't get the role, um, and as a direct result of that, of his what he terms himself as a horrendous audition. Yeah. But then the guy that created that series um, then just automatically cast him, I believe, as uh, Lucifer. Um, oh God, you're gonna have to cut into this. You're gonna have to do one of your fact checks, man. Straight into it, we need a fact check. It's one of those sort of it's a Netflixy show. Well, I'm not going to know. It was like a, it was like I? a I know a comic booky thing, anyway. But about he got Satan. He goes, look, you're not going to. You see, you didn't get the part on this, but I'm just going to give you this role on this other thing. It's pretty good, eh? You were ter- a terrible audition. This was. Yeah, but it will Here's be so role. good for yeah, this. Yeah, it'll be really good. But it's a very funny story. But I can't tell you any more than that. You know the story. You Do just I? can't remember it. Yeah. Who told me the story? Jermaine. Jermaine told us both Did at he? the same time. Yeah. Oh, when yeah. was that? A few years ago now. So not when, we were on, when he was being that evil guy, our mm. evil boss. It was like, nah, 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 I'm paranormal. Oh, you yeah. told us about that, yeah. Um, so what what else happened? Uh, can you tell me the um, the vineyards you went to, the vineries? Obsidian. Oh, yeah. Hickey. Oh, yeah, Hickey. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's a couple of hundred metres from my old joint. Is it? Down and, into Onitangi there. Yep, and there was one right on the other side of the island. Yeah, that would have been... But, um, Man of War. No. Ooh. Maybe. It's on the beach? No. Nah. Ah. But we went there. That's good, eh? Well, I don't like wine, but I... But you like do you you like what, you know, you can see that that's a beautiful place. Oh, it's beautiful oh, scenery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look. I yeah, yeah, yeah. gobsmacked. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. But then I was just like, where's the beer? Well, they do have beer as well. They actually, I think they brought one a beer the, at that one joint. Of the, yeah, that's the one that I did get a beer. The right. other one's no beer. Hickey's a brewery. Yes, yep, had a beer there then. Yeah, good. Um, anyway, it was lovely. And um, yes, and I'm just very excited because today is my, depending on what time anyone's listening to this. Well, I think it's regardless, isn't it? Regardless, today, officially for me, is my sister's birthday. So is happy it? birthday to Joe Happy Jackery. birthday, Joe Jackery. Yeah. It's a good surname. Yeah. Where's that from? Poland. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> the Poles. There used to be quite the, um, there's quite a lot of Polish jokes, weren't there? You can't, you can't tell them anymore, they're racist. Well, I don't know any Polish jokes. No, not now. Forgot them all. No, I didn't. Know. I've never. Well, you're always any. saying that you can never remember any jokes. I can remember, especially racist ones. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I remember those ones about the Englishman, the Irishman, and the Scotch. Oh, there's some good ones. Yeah, yeah. But and I feel like I'm allowed to tell them because of my surname. I think so. And it's and, like yeah, well, there's a lot of accents, Irish stuff. Accents you can do the what? You're as allowed long to do them because they're white. Is that right? Yes, but you don't want to punch down. Don't want to punch down. No. No, no, no. I want to punch up right in the face. Yeah. Uppercut. Um, so pretty boozy. I had a boozy weekend. No, I didn't say that. Well, I'm asking. <laughs> well, you went to 25 wineries. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did quite a quite a lot of drinking, actually, except for yesterday. Um, but I'm finding I've become, over these last few weeks, because I didn't drink a lot <laughs> last year, excuse me. Excuse me. I didn't drink a lot last year, and so then when I started drinking at the end of the year, I was an absolute lightweight. Yeah, a couple of beers, man, and I was feeling it. Yeah. Um, but now I've found over the like a course of about four or five weeks of just drinking every single day because I'm on holiday, I've found myself to be quite quite piss fit in the sense that I can drink, get up the next day, and I'm brand new. All it means is that you end up spending a lot more money. It's not cheap. No. It isn't. No. Um, but God, it's enjoyable because we're. In, it's been a, a magnificent. And I'm not talking. I'm not getting smashed here. I'm just drinking. Um, but it's been a consistent run of incredible weather up here, and we've got a. Uh, I rent a house. I'm not rich. I rent a house, wow. and it's got a broken pool. 
Yeah, I know about your broken pool. Yeah. Um, but that's been good to have that. And then we had some people the over. broken it. pool? Well, it has been good because it's full of, we've, it's, it just leaks water, so we have to keep topping it up with the hose. Oh, so it's not lap broken? No, but, I mean, a pool should retain water, so it's pretty broken. It's kind of I mean, of, out of all the yeah. things that it could be, empty is the worst. It's <laughs> not a fun <laughs> pool. <laughs> so we had some people over on the weekend, but, of course, if you have people over, um, you have to buy – you know, a couple of grams worth of new furniture. Do you know about that? What? Well, we had no outdoor furniture. Yeah. So that meant we had to go and get a couch, an outdoor table, uh, sort of a treasure chest to put all the pool toys in. Because <laughs> you got to put the pool toys, haven't we? <laughs> just uh, put them in the pool. No, those wouldn't be. No. <laughs> because they go out in the sun and then they just sort of melt. Disintegrate, yeah. yeah. So you've got a treasure chest. You got, well, you know what I mean? And so using it as yeah. like a coffee table as well. So yeah. that's quite good. Um, then we got an outdoor table and chairs and an umbrella. So all of this just so we could have three Some people over. Three to, people to, over. To play in your leaky pool. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, and a, bunch of, and, a, and a whole bunch of kids stand up as well, which is good, just off the street. Did you know them? Just off the street, <laughs> yeah. So they came in. It was bloody good, man. Had a ball. Had a bloody ball. And they've um, still got all of that great furniture. Still got the furniture, yeah. I will say something that was a little bit weird was we got the outdoor umbrella, you know those. As opposed to the indoor umbrella. Yeah, that's not right. Not very common. Not very rare, actually, unless you've got a leaky house. <laughs> yeah. um, and it doesn't have a tie. You know how you tie it up? Yeah, once doesn't it's down. T- yeah, it doesn't have one on it. Not even a Velcro strap. Not even a Velcro strap. Now, that, <laughs> that annoyed me. Take it back. Yeah. Take it back. Well, we had to take one of them back because it was broken when we opened it. How many did you buy? Bought the one, swapped it out. Because it was broken. Broken, But yeah. now you got one with no strap. Well, it's saying, yeah, that's how they come, no strap. So I'm going to use one of my neck ties. You mean a – what do you mean a neck tie? You mean a tie that you wear with a business shoe? Yeah. Why don't you just get a piece as of a, rope? As opposed to a why, cable tie. Why don't you just get a piece of rope? Well, because if I use a piece of rope, I have to go and buy the piece of rope. But if I use a tie, I've already got one. But then what are you going to wear when you have to be smart? Oh, one of my ties that aren't as ugly. <laughs> I, I don't know if there's a tie that does look good. There is. There's not. I, yes, what, there, what I wear ties then? all the time. Yeah, what kind? Because I only really like a straight, a straight colour. And no. when I say straight, I mean not gay. <laughs> yeah, well, I love rainbow <laughs> ties. <laughs> you like what? Rainbow ties. Yeah. No, I don't. I like paisley ties. Yeah, the do you? The old-fashioned ones, yes. And the th- I don't like those thin, sticky ones. I right. like the, no, I like I like the fat tie. Yeah. One of the many things that I – well, I say many. One of the many weird things that I inherited from my father was – he had a lot of ties. Why? I don't know. He just liked getting new ties. Just one of those things. But they were all skinny ones. No, no. He liked a massively wide tie. Well, so where, have you, where are they? Uh, in storage somewhere. Well, I can. I have them. Yeah. All right. All right. Good. Okay. Good. Thank That's you. It's been worth the trip. <laughs> Got a whole bunch of ties. Um, what are we talking about today, O'Leary? Ties, by the sounds of things. Let's talk about ties. <laughs> today we are talking about uh, the episode. This is. Season one, episode five. Yeah. Now, I'm looking forward to this, but here, this is called Things That Go Bump in the Night. No, that was the one in the ghost house. No, let me have another turn. Okay. Um, nothing hap- Nothing's going to happen. Oh, no. that's a good attempt. <laughs> nothing's <laughs> no. going to happen. <laughs> what is it? It is called a not a normal night. Oh yeah, that's close. Yeah. Formerly known as vampire. Yes. Formerly known as vi- vampires and other stuff. Yes. Formerly known as account withdrawal. Account ah, withdrawal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, yeah. See what they Clever. did there? Yeah, but they didn't use it. No. Nah. Just no, they didn't use it. A normal night. This was just a normal night. 
nothing uh, nothing paranormal night. Um, and that was because we've we've got a whole we've got a whole Dropbox full of the scripts and everything. But when I was looking at the script, I was like, this is not the script. This is not the right script at all. It was hugely different. It was the first draft, I think. So I had to look through my emails and I found the latest draft. That's good. Yeah, just Google search. Um, this one was directed by, do you know? Yeah. Do you? I couldn't remember. I mean, I wasn't applying my brain. Uh, it was directed by Jermaine Clement. Yeah, I was going to say him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that guy. Um, it was written by? Nick Ward. No. Sam Smith. Was it? Yeah. I love Sam Smith. I don't know Sam Smith. I, I, I work with him frequently these days. Really? Yes, because he does writing for... Paddy Gower. No. That's the thing you work on. Yeah. No. You don't know him. I do know him. No. Yeah, I worked with he. We did a video for Able, the people that do the um, captioning, you know, of oh, some yeah, people that are visually yeah, impaired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that, and then he was on. Oh, he was on Taskmaster. Ah, there you he go. And he does lots, of, does lots of crowd oh, warm ups as well. For, I tell you for what, Patty he Gow. actually does do a hell of a lot of stuff. Taskmaster, yeah. you're right. I follow yeah. him on Twitter. I'm sorry, yeah. Sam. That was rude of me. Sam's great. Thinking I didn't know, but I don't. I think that's the only episode he did. We'll find out as we go along. You yeah, have to stick around for all the hundred episodes we're yeah, doing yeah, to find yeah, but out. Yeah, he won traders. Um, oh, did he? Yeah. Ugh. Jeez, that's a, that's yeah. a huge win. Yeah. Um, now, the synopsis here, O'Leary. Yes. Over the course of a single night, officers Monogan O'Leary encounter a series of incidents, including a suspicious plastic bag, Very. a gang of creepy clowns, a human sacrifice ritual, and a theft from a hospital blood bank. Now, it says here, share stories and memories. What? I'm assuming about the taping of this particular episode as that? opposed to our no no this is a document that potty jakes created i could never do something like this I, honestly this document i couldn't create this document why not because it's got borders on it and i don't know how to do that <laughs> <laughs> that's why jake's worth his weight in gold he's um, good at borders now if you think what, what's your memory that opening scene feels to me like it's quite a had a good response the ghost plastic bag yeah sort of a piss take of american beauty it was very funny, and obviously, the bit in the car when you tased yourself first tasering prices, and that because that wasn't scripted, was it? It wasn't scripted. It was didn't did Jermaine just say, "Why don't you do that?" Or did I've you got just no say recollection that? at all. Yeah, no idea. And I just yeah, and so that I thought that was very very funny. It was great, and then uh, it's actually quite difficult, isn't it? Being t- right, pretending yes. to be tased yeah. takes a lot. It does take a lot out of you. Not as much as being tased. Like out of the two, I'd rather pretend. But yeah. um, I think you got better and better. I think so. Yeah. I mean, that was a good one. And then I just liked the fact that <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you were theoretically trying to say, even though yeah, you were right. even saying Yeah, that's right. I would have been able to say Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulling over. Yeah, I'm pulling over. Yeah, Should have tased it. No. Put that back. You're always saying don't taste stuff. Oh, God. This is the fourth time you've done that. Hang on. Yeah, I know, I'm pulling over. Yep. I like when Sarge was saying, you know, do you know, are you aware of the uh, yokai? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. At the end, obviously, ha, ha. And then just, tra- just right. giving him the plastic bag. Oh, you know, it's just a plastic bag. <laughs> um, then we had, what I enjoyed as well was the when we got to the hospital and there's been some blood stolen and we're downstairs there and there's a plastic bag of blood and you say put the plastic bag of blood in a plastic bag, and I say it's already in a plastic Sploosh. bag, that's right. Otherwise it's sploosh all over me. Sploosh all over me, that's right. And because that was, remember that scene we did, that was the last scene we had to do, 
and obviously oh was it if, yeah and because then if we because they're like just try and pick up but if if I fell over in that that's blood, right then that was we couldn't use it that's right so they're like try and pick him up but just make it look kind of awkward and it was like so I had to kind of trick yeah try and look like I was having trouble but not actually fall over. That's right because then uh, if you ended up with blood on yourself in that scene then all of the other stuff where you end up with not having blood on you throughout the hospital, I'm just explaining this for the listeners here, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then that, the continuity yeah. wouldn't work. Ah, that's good memory. Yeah. See, that's that's why people listen to the show. Those are the exactly exactly the kinds of the things that I can't remember. You know, and yeah, and yes, well, I've got so many more of them. To that, was, um, that was a lot of fun, that one, and funny. When you're doing things sometimes like – they're trying to get up, yeah, <laughs> in the blood, which took substantially longer than what you see in the show. Yeah, uh, and it was very slippery. You knew slippery. that it was funny, and then when I just sent, you ended up just dragging me out yeah. on my ass. <laughs> What's happened? I was trying to squeeze the blood bag into the much smaller evidence bag. Can you help me out? Yeah. It's got blood on it. Okay. Wait, 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 Run by the ACC, Don't use your I back guess. Like a crane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's easier, isn't it? Yeah. Using your back like I'm a crane. A massive back lifter. I think you can use your back like a crane early doors, um, and then probably reach an age. Early doors. Early on in your life. Early doors. I remember the first time I put my back out. I would have been thirty. I was thirty, and I put my back out using my back like a crane and picking up a tea towel. <laughs> Why did you think you needed a crane to pick up a tea towel? Well, I was using my back <laughs> like a crane. It wasn't an actual crane. I was just using it like, but that's the easiest way to pick things up, isn't it? You, you just put bend your over. back out lifting up a tea towel? Yes, because as I bent over, I used my back like a crane. And they told me, and, and I knew very not well, that, I knew like very well not to. Um, and uh, yeah, and my muscles were in the wrong position. And yeah. So oomph, these days, uh, are you more like it, when you pick up tea towels, do you like squat? When I pick up anything, I use my back no, like a crane. No, those tea towels. Everything, including tea towels. Still craning. I've learned nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not bending my. Have you seen somebody <laughs> when they bend at the knees? Man, they look ridiculous. <laughs> I'd rather end up on the floor in writhing agony than look like a fool bending my knees there. Yes. Um, Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. What else happened in this bloody episode? Well, I loved it after that, after you got splooshed with oh, the, yes. the blood. 
Then we were in the hospital and <laughs> <laughs> and first firstly it was lovely to have Tina Cleary as the nurse. Yes. There and she obviously is the the reason I'm even doing this podcast right now, I'd say. I'd, I'd blame her. I'd say you know, so. Along the with casting with director for, yeah. I believe, all series of Wellington Paranormal. Yep. And what we do in the shadows. Um, and what we do in the shadows. And a wonderful human being. And, Absolutely lovely. And what I re- so she plays the nurse. So we yep. go in there and um, I'm saying I haven't brutalised anybody. <laughs> and and But what I do remember about that is that she was corpsing yes, a lot. I know. An actor herself, yeah, um, and she just was giggling away there. <laughs> yeah. God, she was giggling, and it was, it was so good to be able to do a scene with her because yeah. we both owed her everything. Yeah, both of us. Um, so that was good, and she was just so delighted. You know, well, she's delightful. She is delightful and yeah. delighted. Yeah. But yeah, she yeah she was great, great scene partner. In the background of that shot, there was also Stan Alley. You yeah. pointed out to me, uh, which I yeah, hadn't the noticed. The VFX guy who did all of the. VFX. He does. And he's done, actually did, I think he handled the VFX for us on the water cooler. Right. As well. Did he? I don't know. Bad ram and stuff. I can't remember. Oh, when we did the ram? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, But, yeah, he's uh, he does everything on everything, doesn't he? He's very good. He is very, very good. Um, I originally, the first job I worked on in film, I worked with his mum. I've only remembered about her just now. I haven't thought about what was her name. She was great. Anyway, g'day to your mum, Stan. Yep, and to you too, Stan. And, and to you, Yardner. Stan. And do, 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 And then wasn't your niece Hang on a minute. The, there was something else about right? Stan Alley there. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was Water Cooler. I found the Water Cooler. All episodes oh. of the Water Cooler are available on my Facebook page. You go to Mike Minogue. You go to um, – Videos, I think, and then it has has can more. Can anyone access your Facebook page? Everybody can get on there, man. Can yeah. they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why yeah. don't you just set up a thing? Well, I, what I've done is I've set it up as a as a page, like I'm a public yeah. figure or something. I don't actually have, so I've just set it up off the wife's yeah. page, and then anyone can just go along and follow me there. So now you can get- send me messages. I never ever check my mess. I'm never on. I'm never on there. I just went on there to check where the but water. If you want to watch the water cooler, that's the place to go. That's the place to go. Yep. Worth a watch. Worth a watch. And yes, and then my um my wife's sister, who was probably about seventeen at the time, she came um she came out there to have a geese at Wellington Paranormal and she was playing the patient yeah. that Stan Alley was seeing. Um and since then, actually, she must have been about fourteen. And since then she has finally she has completed her first film job. So Zar's got five brothers and sisters. One older and the rest younger. Is that true? Roundabout. Give and, or take. <laughs> give or take. And sh- we've been trying to get all of them into film. We've been t- we've told all of them, don't go to university, come and get into film. Yeah, there's heaps and, of money and there's heaps of jobs. Yeah, and everybody said no uh, <laughs> until until Alia, and now she's in it, and she's just about to start her second job on a werewolf movie. Well, I feel like we were probably the inspiration she needed. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, she's got us to thank for that. She does, actually, 10%, 10%. <laughs> um, and then we go out into, is this when we go into Naked Man stuff? I remember being out into that field. Don't we meet the clowns first? No. No. We go. Because um, he says get back, because we've been, because that's when there was, the question of us, because we, we were talking to Nick in yep. the in their blood bank room. Yes, that was one time when I when I noticed a massive continuity. Oh, error. right. Do you remember what that no, was? No, no. I feel like you've told me this before, but I didn't notice it. Yeah, we were talking to him, and then it went to him, and then all of a sudden we were in 
completely different places ah, with right. swap sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, do we want to talk about the fact that that was the first time we saw Nick? Obviously, who was in. That's that probably movie. the interesting thing. That's right. He yeah. was in What We Do in the Shadows. Mm. And so it was a return of a, a much beloved by the fans there yes. um, character. Yeah. So I got him in there. He didn't even get his own episode. We got to share it. Um, yeah. But there was less, actually, less crossover with What We Do in the Shadows over the course of Wellington Paranormal than I thought that there would have been at the outset. Mm. I thought we would have had a bit of Jermaine in there. Well, we did, underneath that blanket. Underneath the blanket. Not the same, though, is it? No. As his character. Um, although later in this episode, um, there's a, another vampire, Alexander, turns up, who looks Played exactly like... Played by Fergus Aitken. That's right, who looks like Peter from the original mm. movie. I thought it was, but apparently it wasn't. No, it wasn't Ben. No, I know it wasn't Ben, but I thought they couldn't get Ben that day. I thought Ben must have been busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was that guy's name? Fergus Aitken. Fer- how do you know him? I don't. I met him on the, in oh, the right. thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. You remember his name? I'm good with names. Have you seen him ever at since at all? Yes, I think I have. Right. Once or right. twice. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, so we end up in the in the field and there's a sacrifice. I remember that that was a very cold night. Yeah, and poor Tom Clark. Tom he's Clark, a lovely person. Yes. Yeah. He was. It was actually raining a little bit. Remember as well. It was. Yeah. There was concern about the um, the torches. Yes. And there was actually quite a lot of improvisation in this, yeah. this one as well. Um, like saying, okay, let, let you say, or just keep you said, keep your chanting down, yeah, right. Don't want to wake up the neighbours. I said, yeah, can we just hear that? Yeah, and then they start doing it a little bit louder. You're like, no, that's no, enough. No, that's that was all, <laughs> that was all made up. Um, well, even it wasn't that. But when we were walking up, and you're like, I can't see it. We must have for some reason thought we were going to like there was a barbecue, and it's like. Can't see any any meat, which I thought was quite funny. <laughs> and you're like, yes, it's some sort of sausage system. <laughs> um, and then actually, when I was going, because I go through the script as I'm watching the eps, there's a line in there. It says the cloaked figure. This is the big print as we're walking over there. Oh, and actually, we're there and we're talking to Nick. And then it says the cloaked figures part and reveal a naked young man in brackets. Tom Clark? Yeah. Question mark. So they knew at script oh, right. stage that they wanted Tom Clark. Huh. Isn't that interesting? They must just know he looks good naked. Yeah, and he did, to be fair to him. He really did. Yes. Um, another part I liked in that was the shining of the torch directly on his downstairs. Yeah, when you yeah, don't I do just, that. Uh, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, because yeah, you know that Tom Clark. What was going on there? You know that Tom Clark is my ex-partner's ex-partner's son's ex-boyfriend. Oh, who doesn't know that? <laughs> Can you say Everyone that again? Know. Yeah, my ex-partner's ex-partner's son's ex-boyfriend. My ex-partner's ex-partner's son's, son's ex-boyfriend. ex-boyfriend. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> wow. That's a long way of saying he's gay. I wasn't talking about a sexuality. <laughs> I was just giving a bit of context. <laughs> um, yeah, God. I do like I like the bit there, out there where the old um, – Dungeons and Dragons reference. Where Corey says – no, Corey, he says uh, to Tom Clark's character. Oh, yeah. You know, you're fine, you're having a lovely time. He's like, I'm having a lovely time, blah, blah. Yeah. keeps on going. And then Corey says, don't, don't improvise. improvise. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. What are, you, what are you doing tied to that to that stick there? there? Are you okay? He's, he's definitely okay. Okay, yeah. Well, I want to hear his answer. I'm, I'm actually just, I was hoping that someone would come and save me or just help me out down the um, road. Like, everything yeah. is fine right now. Everything's actually fine right now. I'm okay. okay I mean, so. I asked to be put on the stake and I'm, I'm not cold. So. I'm not afraid. I'm, I'm really looking forward to don't, don't, don't improvise. 
don't want someone to save you. Which I thought must have been an improvised line from him, but it wasn't. It was scripted. Was it? It was, yeah. I immediately gave him credit for that. Um, and then sort of as we're jumping around here, now the clowns. Oh. Well, the funny thing is I actually do have a kind of a genuine fear of clowns. I have. Go on. Okay. I do have a genuine fear of clowns, oh, which is ironic. No, hang on. There is more, oh, yeah, so good. you shush. Yeah, yeah. Which is ironic because my one soft toy when I was a child growing up was a knitted clown that my mum knitted for me, and oh. I still have that clown to this day. His have name you? is Clowny. And yeah. then she knitted one for my son, who's now called Clowny. And you called your son Clowny? <laughs> <laughs> After your doll. Is he getting bullied at school about that? Because that is a hard name to live down. <laughs> Clowny O'Leary. <laughs> a long line of Clowny O'Learys. <laughs> anyway, carry on, Mike. <laughs> I don't have a fear of them, but I now have a dislike of them. Because of that episode? Yes, because I found them oh, yeah, to be yes. really annoying people. <laughs> Because they were constantly clowning around. Clowning around. They were in between takes at lunch. I found them really fucking annoying. What if they're listening to this? Well, no, but that's fine because it works. It doesn't matter what I think of them because that's well, that's not what I think of them as people. That's what I, clowns. But, but the thing is, they get into their clown makeup, and then all of a sudden, you you are weird, aren't you? You're quite weird. So they could just do anything, and then you're not. There's no repercussions when you like nobody can recognise you. So you can just act like fucking annoying. And we were both annoyed. Don't bring me into this well, we clown were, shaming but, that you're doing. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but we were, but it worked really well. What is going on? All of you, just stay still, please. Yeah, lock the doors, lock the doors. What, is there some sort of weird disturbing circus in town? Oh, that one, look at that one. I don't want to look weird. at that one. I don't even like it. Can I just There's too many of them, O'Leary. It's funny, I'm not even watching. I don't want to watch it. It's making me feel sick. There's too many of them, O'Leary. Get away from the car. Get in the car. And, this, and also there were some great um, humans in there. Thomas LaHood. Yeah, is well, that right? I went to high school with Thomas LaHood. <coughs> yep. Um, who's, and I taught his son at my early childhood centre. wife. Jo Randerson. Thank you. Was the celebrant at my wedding. Was she? Yes, she was. Oh. Um, you could have done that. <laughs> Little inside joke there. Maybe one day we'll tell that. Um, yeah. And who else was there? But it was quite extensive. Wasn't Rosie Howes? Oh, yeah. One of the clowns, and then she ended up being, she wrote for season two. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Jeez, you're good, man. Yeah. Um, And then also. Who was the big tall guy? He was so tall. Oh, that's right. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what his name was. No, but. I didn't catch his name. Um, But it was, there was some good stuff. And that was, that is a markedly different scene from what is written. Yeah. Hugely different. Actually, there's a quite a good line in there as well You where you say, um, police stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because did, did we make that up? That was an improvised line, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Don't say please. Yeah, don't so, like, say, no, say police stop. <laughs> police stop. Don't say please. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, yeah, that's hugely different. It sort of bangs on quite, goes on for quite a long time, that scene, doesn't it? Well, I think that's that was one of the benefits. Oh, like all of the directors are great, but when Jermaine was directing, I yeah. think, especially, he quite liked just letting us go for gold yeah, and just yeah. see what happened. Exactly. You know, he was like, oh, just, just make it up. Don't, yeah, that's don't right. Listen, don't, 
Don't worry about the script. Yeah, and then like chasing the car down the road and <laughs> losing, the, losing the car <laughs> out the police car and all that sort of stuff wasn't in the original script, I don't think. Yeah. Um, all right, what do we got? Ooh. And another interesting fact here that I've just come up with. Another one? Have we had one? Is that this episode is the second highest MDB rating of all episodes. So is they, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, does that surprise you? Yes. Yeah. Who's, who does that? Yeah, people that watch the show then go onto IMDb, IMDb and rate it. So any, oh. any anybody that's a fan of the show can do that. Um, so, yeah. what was what's the, the, what's the main one? The biggest can, one? Can you remember one? Potty Jake? Fear Factory. Fear Factory is, is number one. And this is 7.9. <laughs> what's the stinkest? Oh, that's a good question. Why don't we do We could, should do a rating. We should do a rating one. Yeah. We'll, we rate our favourites. And then put them aside, like, alongside that. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, that'll be bloody then good. Don't tell us what the worst one is yet because we don't want to know. It needs to be a secret. Um, I bet I know which one it is, though. <laughs> Probably that. I know. Oh, that. No, it won't be that one. I know which will be ours. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, then we're, in the, we're sort of in the graveyard there, aren't we? And oh, yeah. Old, um, Melanie Bracewell and Angela Drabid. That's right. Melanie both, Bracewell, both a writer. Um, on the show right from the start um, and a stand-up comedian. Follow her along on there on the old Instagram. And Angela Dravid, who I'm not sure, I guess she must have been recommended because she I, didn't, I was trying to think if she had anything to do with the show at that point, but she didn't. No, I think she just was a known, very, very funny person. And she was very, very funny. And I've met her in different circumstances, different places. Yeah. And... She can be either in character, I think, is what's going on, or she's herself. I, don't, I think that's the same thing. I think oh, that I've, is I've, what she's like. Because well, I worked with her on the eggplant and on bounces. Right. I've had very, very different – she's absolutely lovely and hilarious. We've had her on the radio show as well. Yeah. She's awesome. I just love that bit as well when you when it was like there's some ghosts conferring in the graveyard and then I read your pad. Ghosts. like – Says goth. Like, yeah, I can't read that writing. So like it's your writing. That's right. That was. You know, that's why I can't read it. That was improv yeah. as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we meet. Uh, then we get back to Corey. I'm trying to remember what this was like because we were, we're shooting in an actual graveyard in the middle yeah. of the night. I don't remember being particularly bothered about that one way or the I, other. I remember having to run up that hill. Oh, remember yeah. that specifically. That's right. Yeah, and I was like, oh god. I knew the camera was behind me and my bum. <laughs> to run, like trying to look like I was running up a hill. I was like, "Ugh, this is going to look so bad." And all you can see in that shot is just my bum trying to run up a hill really slowly. <laughs> and you've just raced off. Because remember, we used to say that. I used to say, "Don't run." You used to, you, you had to, you had to run, you had to run slow. Yeah, oh, that's right. Because I get away from you. Yeah, that's right. Can we clip off um, the shot of her bum for Instagram? We'll just do that. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. It's funny, isn't it? And I don't sort of remember much about. Because remember that they, they took ages to get the the hoisty thing to. I do remember Corey. that the hoist yeah. to pick up Corey did take a yeah. long time. And, um, but also, did you make up that line about being a baby? No, that was oh, in the script. Was it? Yeah, and that was one of the ones I've always had. Sort of certain lines is that there's um, that one. Yeah. There's um, when we're going to see a medium. In the ghost oh, yeah, house yeah. ones, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. medium, small, and large. Yeah. Um, there's, if we identify the yeah, flying yeah. object, does that yeah. mean it's just an FO? Yeah. So sort of all these lines that I had where I was like, man, I don't know. 
this is going to be a tough sell. And every single one of them, without fail, have ended up being hilarious lines that people love. Yeah. Where I've thought, man, that's going to be a toughie to deliver. It's one of the ones when you were speaking of the medium, talking about grandpa. What was that one? Does anyone here have know someone that starts with a G? Yeah, grandpa. Yes. Grandpa. No, I didn't. I was happy to do that one. Well, I mean, I was happy to do all of them, but yeah, it's like, yeah, something like, ooh. But just straight and dumb is the way to go. Yeah, so then we got him, put him in the car. Oh, that's right. Yep, next uh, next one's in a car. Yep, and then he um, glamours us. Again. And that was really good, I thought, the way he glamours us. And then we're like, okay, mate, yeah, we'll yeah, drop yeah, you off. It. Sweet ass, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> do you want a hand with that? No, yeah, no, I'm right. That's no. right. <laughs> that's right. Um, but again, I mean, I think what people are looking for is behind the scenes stuff, and I'm not sure. We're giving that. No, I just don't remember anything. What do you, what kind of like what kind of behind the scenes stuff? Well, probably a good one is what you said. What was your story before you had a good insight that it was recorded last? That was a good one. What that you recorded? We recorded that scene in the car park last for continuity. Yes, the blood. Yeah, that was a blood good, on you. Yeah, so that's that, good. Yeah, Me that saying was, that I hate clowns. That, that that's was good. That was, and you just trying to say that my son was called Clowny. Clowny, we've got that, don't we? That's so. not really behind the scenes. It's just like <laughs> information. I, I think at the moment what we're doing is providing our insights. Yeah. No matter how irrelevant Fused they are, they few, are. Um, into each episode. Yes. But further on when we get towards our 100th episode, that's when we'll be talking about, you know, what was the cruise role? Who was actually, you know, what were the wardrobe people doing all the sure, time? Sure, sure. You know, what, what, what was the... What were the light people doing? Yeah. I'm not sure people want to know that. Oh, okay. I mean, we'll talk, we're going to talk about it. Sure. I would want to know about that. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea what any of those people did. I yes. didn't even know what a grip was. But also because people want to know about how the magic slash not magic of a TV works. Look at what happened to Matt Gibb. What happened to him? He's on that House Hunters show and they, they, the big liars, the people that they, they showed one of the houses to the people and they already owned it. <laughs> what? Yeah. In house hunters in the country, they took these this couple and showed them and made up. They're like, "Oh, look at this house!" And like, "Oh, yes, I can see." And then Matt's like, "So they've knocked this wall out, blah blah." It's like they owned the house. That's right. So they just took them and they went through a house. They wrote a house, and then they took them through another house which they bought. So then they had two houses. Are you kidding? No, I'm not. It's been all through the news. Has it? Yes. I'm not making it up. Well, no, I didn't know that it was allowed to be on. We won't put it on the podcast, obviously. Yes, we will. <laughs> they did not. it. They've right. done the crime. They could do the time. Wow. Is it a crime, though? I mean, if you're going to be watching those shows, you get what you pay for. Nothing. We don't pay to watch free, t- free to air television, no. No. That's so you get nothing. So you pay nothing. You, you get, get nothing. Shit. <laughs> 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 that's like how much you've got to pay to listen to this podcast. That's right. You nothing. pay nothing. You get shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bloody beautiful. All right, what do you got coming up? You don't know. Nah, I never know. I live life day by day, you That's know. That's true. Live life on the edge. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to Wellington today. Yeah. That'll be nice. That will be nice. See my partner and my child person, yes, Clowny. Yes, yes, It'll be Clowny. <laughs> <laughs> Catch up with Clowny. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I can tell you all that we are very grateful for you listening to us. Tell, we so please, are. please tell a friend. 
uh, or two. And um, give us a like and a five-star rating on your way out. Um, Give us a review there, Um, any kind of stupid comments, and we're going to start reading them out here on the podcast. You can follow us um, on Instagram at Wellington Paranormal Podcast, TikTok Wellington Paranormal Pod, YouTube Wellington Paranormal The Podcast. My socials are Mr. Mike Minogue on both Instagram and X. Um, I do a radio show called The Hodaki Big Show, which is at Hodaki Big Show on Instagram. Karen O'Leary is Instagram, Karen O'Leary NZ. I'm also on X, you know. You're also on X. Are you uh, Officer O'Leary? I saw it last night. Yeah, about Jacob Orham. Yeah, what was he saying? He's just being a sexist twat. Was he? Yeah, I've got no time for that. Right. Can you remember any key comments? He was very belittling to all of the female players. That surprises me. Does it? It does. Yes, it does. Yeah, well, in the stand, it surprised it me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, was, it was disappointing. Yes. Yeah, bloody beautiful. And also thanks to our composers, Monica, um, for creating all the music here and also to Paul Yates and Jermaine Clement for letting us do this podcast. Bloody beauty. See ya. Marvellous. Kakitiano. Frank Podcast. 